Hey, you're listening to the first episode of the podcast. Please don't. Please go listen to our most recent episode, because I promise you, the audio quality gets a lot better. So with that, enjoy the show. Hi there, and welcome to The Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin, I'm the Whovian, this is my son Corbin, and my other son Trip. And we're the news. And this is officially episode one. We're glad that you've joined us. Today we're going to be covering episode one of the brand new rebooted Doctor Who series one episode entitled Rose. Now we're going to start out with a little bit of trivia for you. Uh, First of all, uh, just get a couple of basics out of the way. You have uh, this brand new premiere of Doctor Who originally aired on March 26th. 2005 with 10.81 million viewers guys that's a lot yeah now part of the reason there were so many viewers by the way this is the highest uh view the 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 biggest viewing audience of any doctor who opener ever wow and um it was as big as some of the later ones were like the christmas specials and the david Tennant specials this one actually dwarfs all of them um part of the reason for that is that this was the first episode of a Doctor Who television show, of a new one, since 1989. The show had been running for many, many years wow. and went off the air in 1989. Uh, it did it come back. Time. It was a sad yeah. time. It yeah. made a uh, brief comeback in 1996 with a TV movie um, with a, a thought towards a reboot at that point, and for whatever reason, it didn't happen. You need to make so, a bonus episode on that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to go oh, back and watch yeah. that. Time. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, so that will work. We'll put that on the list. <laughs> we'll all be the noobs that time. That's right. So, no, I will watch it before you, so I will still not be a noob to you. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah, that so, works. You, uh, don't like, you don't like not going... That's right. I got I got to be one step ahead of you, you guys all the time. You have to know. Uh, so the uh, the movie uh, again was in 1996. So you haven't seen any Doctor Who for nine years, and there was so much hoopla about this show returning to the air. Um, everybody just Wars. kind of freaked out. Yeah, no, it wasn't a 30 year break like Star Wars, Star Wars. Um, so, or or wow. even the break uh, from from the Star Trek original yeah. series to the oh, movie. Oh man! But yeah, um, but it was a long time, and uh, Doctor Who, by the way, is older than Star Trek and incredibly more popular in the UK Damn. than Star Trek is in America, or was in America. I don't know. Nowadays, it's probably a toss-up, but yeah. when Doctor Who was first on the air, it was way more popular in the UK than Star Trek was in the US. Um, it was their Star Trek, if that makes any sense. So um, this episode, yeah. This also uh, was written by Russell T. Davies, who is also one of the executive producers, along with Julie Gardner and Mal Young, and you'll be hearing those names a lot. Now, we're going to introduce the cast. We won't do this every single episode. Um, some of them are exactly the same. And that's right. We're yeah. not, not going to tell you who's playing Rose Tyler every single episode, but um, <laughs> we'll introduce some new characters along the way. And yeah, uh, But this, mor- uh, this morning, uh, this episode, everybody's new. So to start off with, obviously, the Doctor is played by Chris Eccleston. The Doctor who? The, just the Doctor. <laughs> oh, just okay. the Doctor, yeah. Ah, uh, I didn't so, know. Okay, doctor yeah. who? Just the Doctor. Doctor Who exactly? But it's it's just the Doctor. Doctor Who. Just the Doctor. Anyways, he's played by Chris Eccleston. Uh, and apparently this was a controversial choice at the time. Remember when she says something about, why do you sound like you're from the North? It's some kind of like British... It's a it's an accent in the UK, and there was some thought that Chris Eccleston didn't sound British enough. 
to be Doctor Who. So that's kind of why they mention it in the episode, kind of poking fun out of him. Um, <laughs> they do the same thing about his ears, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He was, like, pulling at his ears. Yeah, flicking his earlobes. <laughs> uh, you also have um, our very first companion in the new series, Rose yeah. Tyler, played by uh, Billy Piper, um, who has a lovely uh, British accent. I love listening to her. I could listen to her all day. Uh, you also have sort of a uh, her boyfriend, um, and he'll he'll be around more as we go forward. Yeah. Um, Mickey Smith, played by Noelle Clark. Uh, you have Rose Tyler's mom, Jackie Tyler, played by Camille Kaduri. I'm going to assume there. And um, Mickey Mouse. And <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mickey. Mickey yeah, Mickey Mouse. Smith. I just I just said Mickey Smith. But it's Mickey Mouse. It's not Mickey Smith. It's Mickey. Okay. Uh, then you also have the uh, the conspiracy theorist Clive, uh, played by Mark Benton. What's his um, last name? I wonder. Uh, oh, you know what? It was oh, it was in the oh, it was in the trivia, and I forgot to write it down because they they used it was Finch, and that was the last name of somebody like a producer or somebody or a writer or somebody like that. They they used that last name uh, for that character. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, you find fun little stuff like that. Um, miscellaneous trivia. Um, we have an all-new console, obviously, because it's a, a brand new uh, series. They're going to update everything. But this one was way different than any of the ones from uh, the classic Doctor Who because um, it looked a lot more organic. This thing almost looks like it was grown um, yeah, rather than like, built. It was like it was just like something. Yeah, it was yeah. like. Oh, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. This is my least favorite TARDIS, and um, it sticks around. Uh, he changes TARDISes. I didn't know that. Different TARDISes. Okay. They keep anything Spo- in this show. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, sweetie. All right. Um, so, well, but anyway, that's just for the record. This yeah. is my least favorite TARDIS. Um, so the, uh, the zombie mannequins. The zombie mannequins are never yeah. named in the episode, but in the credits, they're listed as the Autons. And Autons. they actually appeared in the episode Terror of the Autons in 1971, classic Doctor Who. So these are... Quite a while um, ago. You're going to notice that a lot of the uh, enemies and bad guys and creatures and stuff made are, are making reappearances from classic Doctor Who. We saw a um, picture of the original Autons, and they are they weird. They were somehow creepier than <laughs> yeah. these mannequin people. And they actually yeah. looked like realistic people. Too. Yeah, so, and they, it was uh, so weird. Like giant heads. So <laughs> go, go Google yeah. that one. Um, yeah. And this is also don't don't, be- <laughs> don't do it. It'll haunt your dreams. This is also um, because you know we're now several years down the road and uh, digital technology has gotten more improved. This is the first time that you actually look through the TARDIS door and see the inside from the outside. It doesn't you actually look have, that much bigger, It, it kind of doesn't. You don't see yeah. a whole lot, except you yeah. can tell that it goes for a while. You don't see how tall yeah. it is, but it's like, yeah. that looks further back than I would expect. But it happened because they were able to use green screen. Back in the original uh, series, in the classic yeah. series, they would yeah, always just kind of like... that fancy stuff. You, yeah. Right, and so they would put the camera like to the side, so or something, you they were like, really see inside. Yeah, like the door would open towards the camera, so you couldn't ever see inside, and then they would use you know, uh, smash cuts to, to get you from the outside to the inside without actually ever looking through the door. And something I noticed about the classic, uh, the, the very first uh, two episodes, is that when they're inside the TARDIS and the doors open in, it's not the blue police box doors. The doors look like the inside, which was really weird. So I don't know if that was just like a a budgeting thing or something that they overlooked or whatever, because because 
from now on, those blue doors are the blue doors inside and out. <laughs> so you're going to notice yeah. that. Yeah. It might so, have been intentional. Yeah, it could have been intentional. And then that way it then looks they the like just a big room. Who knows? I don't think that they were nearly who? as intentional when that show first started. As yeah. Of course, who knows? Of course, who knows? I see what you did there, son. Yeah. All right, so uh, this week we're going to have Corbin do the, uh, the re- recap. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. He's going to give us a rundown, and then Trick will very rudely interrupt anytime Corbin forgets something. Yeah! Um, okay. But we are going to try and keep it brief. I feel like I'm going to forget a lot of stuff. That's okay. But, we'll help you out. All right. So we meet a person named Rose who works at a department store or something, a mall. I don't know. Just a regular girl. And for some reason, she has to go down to the basement. When she gets down there, she's attacked by a bunch of creepy I- mannequins. I remember why there was, he had to like give this bag or something to like the runner of the place or something. The boss, yeah. Yeah, like the boss. I forget the the name. I missed that part. So then she's cornered and the doctor grabs her, pulls her out, and explodes the entire building. Yeah. What did he say to her? He grabs her and what does he say? Run. Run. I'll come back to that later. So, anyways, I just wanted to point that out. But go ahead. Okay. Grabs her, runs out, blows the place up. Blows the building. Everyone's talking about how you could have died, even though she was already halfway across the street. Yeah. And then, uh... He shows up at her house. Yeah, he shows up at her house. He's like, oops, this is the wrong house. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, He's, he says, what are you doing here? She says, I live here. He said, what'd you do that for? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's funny. the oddest statement I've ever heard. <laughs> Comes in the house, is attacked by a hand, kills it, and then... Uh, by his sonic screwdriver. The sonic screwdriver that can do everything and anything. You have no idea. And <laughs> Apparently I don't. And then, um, I kind of forget what happens next. They were walking oh, yeah. and talking... While holding the hand for some reason. They were still holding the arm. And then he gets in the police box. And um, the police box disappears. Oddly enough. Right in front then, of Rose. Yeah. yeah. Well, not right in front of Rose. Well, she, she sees it. Because she's yeah. walking she sees, she sees that it's gone. And then she... Um, it's so hard to remember. Looks him up online. Yeah, looks him up online. Finds Clive. Finds and he them. starts telling her all his conspiracy theories... About how he always shows up at disasters like a volcano, the Titanic, and John oh, Kennedy's assassination. And wasn't there one more? No, no, I think that was it. No, I think that was it. And then he took a picture with a family right as they sank on the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, you said the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, I said that one. And then um, she yeah, you can take it from her. <laughs> uh, I really don't remember. Oh, this is when this is when while she's inside, Mickey gets oh, yeah. eaten oh, by yeah. the carnivorous <laughs> trash can. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because like his fingers get stuck to it. Right. Because so she, when it opened it, she comes back out and he's sitting in the car, obviously a mannequin, and she's <laughs> completely oblivious. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because this is how it works. Yeah, he's nice yeah. and shiny and stiff and everything. And so then they, they go to a restaurant, right? And he's he's and he's acting all weird, like and trying you know to find out. Doctor, you know where the doctor is? Have you seen? What's the his plan? And I can help and you. And the guys, the like, doctor. You ordered some champagne? They don't no, know. I didn't want any champagne. Give him some champagne. Yeah. And then he's like, 
I do not want champagne. He looks up, sees the doctor, and then he starts attacking everyone. They because get out. Because they pulled his head off, too. Yeah, they ripped his head off. They get everyone out of the building and then get into the TARDIS. Uh, his head shrivels, shrivels up. Which After they really plugged it into, like, the database. They, they found stuff. out where to go, teleported to a huge circus wheel. Ferris wheel? The Ferris mil- it's called the Millennial Eye. The Millennial Eye. It's a Ferris wheel. Giant and they found this, wheel. like, place where you open it up, you climb down, and there was this, like, big lava, plastic, plastic lava monster. Plastic lava the, monster. The Nesting Consciousness. The Nesting Who also appeared in The Terror of the Autons back in 71, apparently. Well, I mean, that makes sense. So Doctor Who tries to negotiate with him. Doesn't it doesn't work. work. And so they... Kind of inadvertently, he drops his what was it? An- anti-plastic. Yes, yeah. His vial of anti-plastic, which destroys the nice the the, the nestine consciousness, mm-hmm. and then all the uh, mannequins. mannequins. By the way, all the mannequins have now come to life because and are he's shooting blasting. people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor Clive gets shot in the face off screen. Yeah. Um, so all the all the mannequins fall over. She takes an axe, cuts the. Yeah, Rose. Thing. Rose steps takes in, the saves the doctor. <laughs> Kicks the guy into the lava, right. drops, defeats saves the, doctor, the lava saves the creature. Day. And then uh, there's this moment at the end where the yeah. doctor basically says, you know, this is my my TARDIS. Um, or no, no, there's, no, that's right. We skipped over the moment earlier where she went in to the TARDIS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, that's how they got to the eye. We did that's, say Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was in the, yeah, she went into she the, went TARDIS. To the TARDIS. She sees it. She has her freak out moment. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but then he invites her to come with him. And, and she says... She, she says no. Yeah, gotta yeah, take like, care of gotta take care of Mickey because he was punking out the whole episode. <laughs> and, and then he, so he teleports into the future, yeah, he, right to where he He goes up. away, he comes back about a minute and a half later and says, Did I mention it travels through time? And then and she this runs is like, in slow motion into the TARDIS, and then we get what do we get? Pre of the Wait, yeah, and then she looks at him and he's like, Thanks. And then like he's like, for what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, very good. So that's uh, that's about the gist of that. Um, so overall impressions. What do you guys think? We'll we'll start off. We're gonna give it a uh, a rating. At, what do we say? Out of ten. Out of ten. Okay. So what what would you rate it? Um, I think maybe. First episode of Doctor Who you've ever seen. What'd you think? Did it blow you away? I think. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be because there were some parts like I didn't understand what was happening. Okay. So I think maybe an eight or nine. What? Eight or nine what? Eight tardises. Eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I give it seven out of ten Clives. (laughs) Seven out of ten Clives. Yeah. Seven and a half. I didn't think about this until uh, until just now, but I may do this. Um, I'm going to rate it. From the the first time I saw it, and then this time when I saw it. So I'm going to say that the first time I saw it, I would seriously straight up give this like four out of five, uh, four or five out of ten Sonic screwdrivers. Um, did you not I did like not, it? I did not like it. I did not like it. it and everybody weird. said, you've got to get through season one. It gets so much better in season two. So I kept watching it, but I did not like it. This time, watching it and knowing, like, knowing Doctor Who, because I think a lot of people that watch classic Who... Classic Who enjoyed this more than new people did because they knew stuff that was going on. Yeah, yeah so, um, like so I would say ones. now, I would honestly say, I don't know, maybe seven or eight out of ten creepy mannequin arms. We were all, we were all in the same vicinity. Yeah, seven, I mean, I think, seven or eight. 
seven or eight. Yeah, I think was overall, I said it was a, eight or nine. It was a good episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good. They had to cover yeah. a lot of ground. They had to introduce Doctor Who. They had to introduce Rose Tyler. They had to introduce Mickey and and Jackie because these folks are going to be around. They yeah, had to introduce um, the TARDIS, and they had to introduce. Oh, yeah, the then they had to introduce bad guys and what's going on there. And, oh yeah, and like Dave, the, how like, he was like the alien. Yes. Stuff. They crammed in this backstory about him being a, you know, obviously he's a time traveler and, you know, they kind of beat around the bush to get to that because at first it's like, well, maybe it's different people and the doctor is just a title that's passed down and they're father and son. They all look exactly the same. Yeah, and then so, Clive's yeah. like, no, it's totally the same guy, so. He is immortal, according to him. Yes, he's, he's an immortal actually alien. actually true. Yeah, which actually turns out to be He's actually too. not because can't. they didn't mention he was a time lord, times, He can only regenerate uh, 12 times, so he's not really invincible. Did did he did he say I'm a Time Lord? No, I think I thought he did. No, he didn't. No, I don't think so. He just said, he said I'm an alien. Yeah, he said he he said he was he's an, an alien. alien. He didn't mention being a Time Lord. Yeah, he I thought he did. Him. Okay, all right, all right. I'll take your word for it. Um, so just a couple things that we noticed. So I'm gonna throw in some stuff that I wrote down, and then if you if that sparks some memories. Um, but let's... I love the whole British thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that they were surprised. <laughs> Like, why has everybody got accents? I said, because they're British. Why is everybody British? Because it's a UK Actually, show. It's from the I BBC. Noticed, yeah. I noticed, um, before we saw anyone other than, uh, Rose, I noticed that she had a, um, British accent. That she had an accent. Yeah. yeah. She love, definitely has an accent. I love yeah. British accents. Yeah. So the, the, um, what, the first thing that I wrote down, um, after just saying, you know, we were introduced to Rose, a regular girl, they, they really... Yeah took their time to do that um i i love uh and you whovians out there are gonna gonna catch this a little bit i love that doctor who's first line ever in the rebooted series is run <laughs> he grabs her hand we look over we see doctor who this is his big entrance the big moment we haven't seen him up until this point he grabs her hand first of all and then he says run um, guys, y'all are going to see that so much. It made me laugh so hard when that happened. I almost had to pause it. Um, and then within about two minutes, he says, he, he tells her to, to go about her business, slams the door, opens the door back up and says, oh, uh, what was your name again? And she says, Rose. And he says, I'm the doctor. Nice to meet you. Run for your life. Yeah, <laughs> run for your life. Within the first couple of minutes of Doctor Who being on the screen, run is said twice. So, At least. Yeah. And uh, Corbin pointed out that uh, during the explosion, she goes running down the street, and she runs right past the TARDIS. And it's just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, that and wasn't you, me, I don't think. I, I said you, that. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, so Trip wait, the out. TARDIS is right there. Yeah. I will so, notice the fire. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. fire was a little fake, it. Yeah, it? Wait, it was just really fake. Wait, but the TARDIS was by the door, so that means he used the TARDIS to get to the where she ran past it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he, he landed the, the TARDIS right there. And that was the funny thing is if you've never seen Doctor Who, you have no, you don't notice it at all. I mean, you yeah. might go, that's a weird blue box, but you have no idea that that is a, like a central character in the life of this show. It's a character so, and it's not yeah. even a person. Oh, it's you, a have, you have no idea how much of it, uh, of a character is. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. So we talked about this before about, um, uh, about the, the doctor, um, looking in the mirror and he says, ah, could have been worse, but good grief! Look at the ears, and he sort of flicks his uh, his earlobes. And um, guys, y'all probably didn't pick up on this, but the reason that the doctor is saying that it it would appear that he has recently regenerated because he's looking in the mirror 
and assessing how he looks, which means he's not familiar with his reflection in the mirror. Man, look at his ears. Yeah, and that kind of stuff yeah. happens when you see other regenerations, but I didn't pick up on that last time. So I was like, oh, okay, he must have recently. And they don't, by the way, the eighth doctor, you don't see him regenerate on either end. You don't yeah. see the eighth doctor become the eighth doctor, and you don't see him become the ninth doctor. So you probably don't know if you, um, you might not know who that guy is at first. Yeah, at all. first, like, and then you're like, "Who is he? Why is he what's here?" What's the random guy? Yeah, some some random dude. Well, yeah. Until so, he announces, "Oh, I'm the doctor." Yeah, right. I'm the doctor. Oh, like, that's oh that makes total there's sense. There's a there's a bit there where uh, the doctor says to Rose, "Oh, so suddenly the whole world revolves around you." Uh, and I'm just gonna mention to the folks that know this was this bad wolf. Is that what we were talking about here? Was this a bad wolf like foreshadowing? Um, I don't remember. No, it was later on. Um, he's asking, uh, she asks him, who are you? Just, you know, like, really, who are you? And he I'm explains who he is. And it's all like cryptic, you know, there's, I feel the spinning of the earth and all this kind of stuff. And then, That's right. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Now go away and forget about him. Yeah. He explains who he is and he tells her to forget about him. Just go away, forget you ever met me. And as she's walking away, we do hear Bad Wolf. Um, so, I, again, I because I didn't know what that was, I didn't recognize that the first go-around. Who but is that? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, at any rate... Huh? I can't. It's spoilers. He must so be gonna, an alien or something, right? Huh? Spoilers, sweetie. Can't do it. Um, so then... Um, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Clive, when he's talking to Roe, he made this, this statement. He said Ro? that... Uh, Rose. Did Rose. I say Ro? Yeah, you Rose. said Ro. I don't know. Clive, when he's talking to Rose, he says that the Doctor's constant companion is death. And I thought that was funny because he's got all these different companions, but according to Clive, his constant companion is death. He goes with him wherever. Every, he, yeah, everywhere he goes, there's a, con- there's a disaster yeah, happening. Yeah. Like that mall blew up or something. Right. That's so, I don't think anyone actually died in that. Uh, no, yeah, because the whole store was closed. Yeah, like, yeah, anyways. everybody was gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, maybe a few like stray guards and stuff. Oh, hopefully not. Yeah, it wasn't a bank or like, <laughs> like a museum. It was just yeah. a department store. So, um, well, probably like people closing down the store. Right. So we mentioned that Rose uh, makes her way into the TARDIS and, and has her freak out moment, and uh, she says the line that everybody says, but she said it a little differently. She yeah. said, "The inside's bigger than the outside." Um, he said, "Right." Where do you want to start? Because <laughs> he comes in, he does a bunch of stuff, turns around, she's freaking out, he's used to that. Right. Where do you want to start? What do you want to What do you want to ask me? And she says, "The inside's bigger than the outside." She catches that, and um, everybody tends to say that a little bit differently. Each of the of the yeah. companions. Thirty minutes in, I marked the time. Thirty minutes in, the doctor says his the ninth doctor's catchphrase. Did y'all catch it? Fantastic. <laughs> I don't. I, I meant to. I meant to count how many times he said it in the episode. I, did he say it any more than the one time? I don't know. I didn't I hear it at all. That much I didn't hear it at all. Because y'all probably didn't know that that, that is his... I didn't his, hear it at all. Yeah. Tell us that each, stuff, each doctor has their little buzzword, yeah. and, <laughs> and his is fantastic. You didn't tell us that. Yeah. You told us that everyone has a buzzword, but you right. didn't tell us. Like, oh, Corbin, uh, Corbin noticed when uh, Jackie is... Uh, she's in the mall, and all the mannequins start coming to life, and she freaks out and throws her hands up in the air and throws her red purse... And it lands on the escalator and starts riding. Yeah, starts riding up the escalator, um, which she had just come down. She had just come down that escalator Did when she, she? Threw, yeah when she threw her yes. purse it went up. At any rate, so uh, but in the next scene, the next time we see her, she's got what? 
She's purse. got a purse, and it's a different purse. It's a blue purse. Does she rob people? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? One of the mannequins had a purse, and she just, like, snatched it and beat him over the head with it, or her over the head with it. We missed that part. Yeah, yeah we missed the heroic, yeah. I kill you mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I did mention earlier, but I, I just thought it was interesting that uh, Rose says no uh, to, doctor who, uh, to the doctor about going along with him to travel, and he says... We can go anywhere. And I think even rattles off a few places, you know, in the galaxy that they could go to or in the universe. And she says, she says, no, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Uh, She says, no. And then he goes away and he comes back and he says, did I mention it travels through time as well? And that's what got her to go in. Because she could come back to that same exact moment. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't show her come back, and it was like 20 years for her. Yeah, Corbin said, wouldn't it be funny if like they disappeared, came right back, and she's 20 years older? So, um, We are going to get into some fun playing around with that. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I said that earlier. Mickey's a wuss. I had a note there. (laughs) Mickey's a wuss. Um, We are going to see some neat toying around with that idea, that very concept, um, in lots of different ways. And Corbin mentioned... Uh, and I think I mentioned in episode zero that we are huge time travel fans. Um, I love every time I sit the boys down for an episode of Star Trek, the next generation. And I go, this is one of my favorite episodes, boys. What is it inevitably? It's time travel. It's either time travel or like a hologram trying to become a person or an android becoming a person or something like that. It's like, already is an android who's practically a person yeah, yeah, in the yeah. next generation. But at any rate, um, so I love that kind of stuff. And they do, later on, they do play around with that. So were there any other like fun little quirky things that y'all noticed? Inconsistencies? The, the, or just... um, when he went like this and he shuffled the cards, it went everywhere and the card went over his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> Trip thought something flew by and, yeah, and we I realized thought... it was the deck of cards. It was so, part. It was one uh, card. Yeah. I thought it was oh, like it was a metal piece. Kept staring at the um, back at the Ferris wheel. Was like, oh yeah, what, what? He's looking for a big what? round metal object, and he's standing directly across the the river from the Millennial Eye, the largest Ferris wheel in the world. And she's pointing at it, and he's going, what, what, what is it? <laughs> I think he's like shape blind or something. He's <laughs> just. <laughs> Oblivious sometimes, but um, oh, oh, they always do that in movies. They just like sometimes they make it seem like the person is so dumb, just dense. missing oh. something, just missing out. He's on just it. like, oh. oh, all right. So, um, does it hold up? Um, and again, this could be you know, is it still a good story today? It's now 12 years old. Uh, is it still a good story today? What about the special effects? We already said that the fire didn't really. Yeah. Something was off about that fire. They, they were asking me, was it CGI? Yeah. And I was like, I think it's real fire, but I think they like filmed it and then superimposed it over the over the image so that yeah, it wasn't that... like burning the actors to death or whatever. What about the what about the nesting consciousness? What? The lava thing? It looks so what did you weird. Think? I think like it looked like um like oh, a blob or I something. No, but I mean like the special effect. What do you I think was it pretty good? I saw like eyes and a mouth and stuff just on it. Just subtly there. So right? I just realized something. What's that? Um, when Mickey was there, remember when he was captured and they came there, he said that the living conscious could talk, but we never hear it speak English. In fact, it yeah. talks a different language to the doctor. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's a good point. Some of that. Yeah, maybe none was, of the mannequins speak either. Maybe so. it was talking like directly into his brain or something like that because he had been taken telekinesis over by the, by the uh, 
telepathy. Yeah. So, was there anything else um, uh, about it holding up? Were there any other special effects? Uh, the green screen of being able to look through the door and see the inside that, of the TARDIS that was, was cool. cool. That happens every now and then, yeah. but usually they don't. Usually they use the camera angles. Kind of hard to yeah. do. Were there any other... Uh, mm. What do we think about the mannequin costumes? Yeah. They look like real mannequins. That was another thing. They were like, was that CGI? And I'm like, this was 2005, guys. They, if they could get away with not using CGI, it was ridiculously expensive back then. I mean, so. uh, Star Wars had CGI in it. Oh, sure. Yeah, so was yeah. was there any other um, any other oh, special effects good. or anything else that did or didn't hold up? Um, I think the, uh, what was the, the like, um, yeah, we don't even Cool story, bro. We went, um, the, we went the bomb pink. actually had no numbers on it. I could see that, like, when he held up the bomb, it had no numbers on it. Oh, you know what's funny about that is bombs don't in real life. Nobody puts a countdown clock on a bomb. <laughs> they, they do that in movies. But he had it's a screen. Action movie stuff. It oh, it had, had a screen, screen for it? but, yeah. like, there was Just nothing on it. how long until you die. <laughs> he must not, yeah. He must not have activated it yet. All right, so, um, okay, so theories from the noobs. That makes sense. Well done. Thanks. Um, Trip, did you have any uh, theories or anything that you wanted to speculate about? Other than my theory. Other than his theory. Um, or Corbin, why don't you why don't you do yours first then? Yeah. All right. So I was wondering, is this is gonna sound really strange at first, but is Willy Wonka a Time Lord? <laughs> I know it sounds so strange, but <laughs> why does it make so much sense? Why does it make sense? He started to say, do you want me to tell you this now? And I was like, no, 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 save it for this show. And I'm so glad. Okay, okay, lay this one out. I got to hear this. Okay. When I first thought about this, I was thinking, like, remember when he opens the door? It was really small on one side and then absolutely really massive on the other okay. side. But there's more stuff like that, like that one room that had one door you opened it and you came out another place than you went in right right where they yeah he does the full loop around and then opens the door and they're in a different place yeah there was um which the door remember the oompa loompas a people no one has ever heard of from a country not even a geography teacher has heard of unless it was from an alien planet uh, uh, and the snozberries remember the snozberries on the could be from okay. the future okay and right, there's right. a lot of other machines like that too, like in his candy factory. Remember his um gum that tasted like a like a full, full meal. course dinner, yeah. Okay. And so it's all time all of his candy also, is Time Lord technology. His crazy um or just like future technology. Mm -hmm, cool. And his crazy elevator that yeah. could actually even Flies, it like goes he, up in the air. It's like the TARDIS. Sorry. It was a TARDIS. Yes, that's what so we were it, thinking. It was the Wonka, a test. The Wonka Vader is a TARDIS? It was a test TARDIS. <laughs> it was <laughs> like a TARDIS that was like a book. It was a prototype. And yeah, it was a prototype. Trip, Trip noticed this immediately when I um, told him about the idea. Willy Wonka is way too old. And yet, still super I've nimble. I've always wondered yeah, about like, that. He looks way too young to be as old as he seems he is. The first time we see him, he's just like walking along on a cane, hobbling around. Yeah. And then he just falls face forward and, yeah, straight into the And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. His fashion sense 
is definitely Time Lord. You, Chris Eccleston has uh, one of the one of the most low key doctors outfits. But if you look at some of the classic doctors, holy moly, they were so eccentric. So he definitely has the fashion sense of a Time Lord. I love it. I love this is my favorite theory ever. Yeah, I love yeah. This. I, I said it was the best why theory. he was gone. Like, you know how he was gone for, for like so thirty long. years. Right. Yeah, could have just time fact- traveled. That's right. You know? Yeah, he went to another yeah. planet, picked up some Oompa Loompas, came back 30 years later. <laughs> yeah. It. But it was like, a, it was a prototype, so it couldn't time travel yet. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it took him yeah. 30 years to get there. And I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even have to, like, you know. Uh, All right, you so Trip. You were wondering, like, we haven't even seen a single episode yet. How do you have a yeah, theory already? I was really wondering. Yeah. All right, so Trip, tell me, uh, did you have any theories or speculations or anything? Sounds like a no. Not yet. It's early on. Yeah. All right. All right so let me let me throw this out there. I didn't think about this till just now. Let me throw this out while we're speculating and theories. Trip. What do you think Bad Wolf is? You haven't seen anything about it. You've just heard me say the name. What is Bad Wolf? Probably a Time Lord or like an enemy for him or something. Okay. So either a Doctor Who enemy or a Time Lord. Corbin, what do you think Bad Wolf is? I'm thinking like an alien. Some kind something, of something, yeah. All right, all right. Definitely. You have nothing. Enemy. You have nothing to go on right now. So Except that's, for yeah. the name. It's kind of yeah, bad wolf. That doesn't yeah. sound like a good guy. But, all right. <laughs> it could be. It so could be. Cool deal. All right. Well, I am so glad that if uh, that we've done this episode because I have my no. new favorite fan theory of all time. It, it makes me that. wonder what other people could be time lords. Are actually time lords? We really need yeah. to be looking out for that, watching yeah. movies and I'm stuff. pretty sure the internet has decided that Nicolas Cage is a time traveler. Who? Nicolas Cage, he's an actor, so maybe he's a time lord too, I don't know. That or a vampire, because they've got pictures of him that he never seems to age. Alright, so um, I think that about wraps us up for actually, this episode. Actually, I had one... <clears throat> on conspiracy theories now? I think I had a... I had one, um... A theory, um... Ah, uh, the guy from Back to the Future? Oh, Marty yeah. McFly. No, not him. No, the professor. Dr. Prof- I was wondering if he was a time yeah, lord. Yeah, because he builds those crazy machines and stuff. Yeah. So his TARDIS is shaped like a DeLorean? But I argued, yeah, yeah he's sense. he like, he had to figure out how to travel through time. Well, it seems like yeah. most of the time lords, they basically just knew. Yeah, they knew. If you know what I mean. And I was going to say, maybe he, uh, maybe it wasn't that he didn't know... He just had to figure out how to build a TARDIS, but yeah. even even in that case, the, uh, the 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 I was about to say the doctors, the Time Lords seem to be very quick on their feet and able to able yeah. to improvise things and everything. So also, uh, if he didn't have any way to get to Earth, like a time machine or a space machine, how did he get to Earth? Yeah, you know. Plus, who Doc Doc Brown? Yeah, um, maybe also, he went. Back in time, and back to the future. He went. He went back to the time when he built it, when he had already built it. Makes it time. We're getting into paradoxes. All right, so um, next week, next week, if you're watching along, we are going to be watching episode two, the end of the world, which we saw a little preview of uh, on the uh, the next time. Next time. That's right. And so, uh, if you're watching along, check out episode two. Um, And by the way, there are a couple of ways that you can watch. You can watch it on Amazon Prime right now. Has everything from uh, this this season one, this uh, reboot series one 
through season nine as of the recording right now. Episode um, series ten is on the air right now, so they don't have it. They've got actually they do. They have all the way to episode. If you're willing five. to buy the episodes, right. then go ahead. Um, and you know what? Once we uh, once we get a website, we'll put up some links uh, to some Amazon pages where you can buy um, DVD box sets and and all kinds of fun stuff. Get you a little stuffed tardis. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, pillow. <laughs> we should we should get one of those. So yeah, if you have a pillow shaped tardis, does that mean like you can open it up and crawl in because it's bigger on the outside? I mean, yeah. On the inside, it's yeah. like actually a whole bed on the inside yeah. of the pillow. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Um, all right, so um, go on ahead, watch uh, episode two. Uh, the end of the world, and meet back up with us again next time. So thank you for joining us. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoovy, and this is my son, Corbin and Trip. We're the news. And you've been listening to the news and the news. Bye.